Okay, the harvest is here and the time is now. And uh, I am going to keep saying that because I believe it. I know it. I see it and I feel it. I have been talking about the stair steps to wealth. And um, it's important to review this and to help me review, to help me kick this off. Of course, I have uh, my sister and business partner um, and good friend, our legend and icon. And she is becoming more iconic every single day, every single minute of every single day. MC Light, welcome to the round table. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lynn. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yes, you are. All, you you know, you're just doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Um, we have so many things that have been happening uh, from all of your VO work on every single, uh, you know, award show that exists <laughs> of significance. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, your big event at the Kennedy Center. I am a woman and all that we have coming with your role um, as a founding member, member of the Hip Hop Council. Uh, of the Kennedy Center, and then um, our Prosper Tour. Like we are live and well in the middle of the Prosper Tour. And like, I just have to say, when I talk about the stair steps to wealth, and I've already uh, gone over them, but like a school teacher, if you are a good teacher, before your students take the test, you must review what you have already covered. And so step one is to spend less money. Step two is to get more money. Step three is to get your money back. Make sure you have a home-based business. So when you go out for meals, you drive your car, you take trips and all these things, you can now get a tax write-off if you are running your business like a business with the intent of making a profit. You're gonna tell the truth and this is available to everyone legally, ethically, and morally all with the permission of the IRS. Step four is to make your money grow with retirement planning. Step five is to protect your wealth with proper insurance uh, and uh, long-term care and all of those things and estate planning. Stair step number six is to own where you live. We've talked about real estate. Stair step number seven is credit power. I always talk about uh, credit, treat your creditors as you'd have your debtors treat you. And remember that bankruptcy is not the end of the world, but drum roll please, uh, light. Stair step number eight, and, you know, this takes people uh, off guard. They don't expect um, this to be the stair step um, that we're going to talk about. But stair step number eight, um, like, has to deal with hoarding. I want us to stop hoarding. And I want us to stop hoarding so that we can make room for the things that God has for us. You see, the Bible says that, I have plans to prosper you and not mm. to harm you. Plans mm -hmm. to give you hope and a future. So if God has plans to prosper us, then we don't need to hold on to stuff that no longer belongs in our space. And really, the ultimate theme of this stair step is to tithe, to give. And so you and I have been working together. We have given away um, uh, presented over a million dollars in scholarships. You are a living legend and a walking icon. Like, what do you have to say to us about hoarding, uh, stopping that process, but also learning to give even when we are still seeking something for ourselves? 
Oh, goodness. It's, it's really about getting outside of yourself. And that's not really easy to do. And it's trusting. It's trusting in God's word that you just uh, shared with the, with the good people is you have to trust in his word. That's how you're able to give and know that you will be taken care of. Um, but the moment you get into a sphere of doubt or fear or feeling, you know, like you need to know the answer to the question right then, right there. And I mean, the question of how am I going to take care of this? If I give of my time over here, I should be giving of my time um, in exchange for something else. Or if I'm worried about where the next paycheck or the next whatever is going to come from, then it's really hard to get into the spirit of giving, which causes people to have to remain in the here and now. You will have to be in this moment, unaffected by the past and not worried about the future. So that takes a lot of practice, but more importantly, it takes a lot of surrender and letting go to the word of God that you will be taken care of. You know, like when I first started working with you, the message for me was very clear. And, um, you know, uh, people say they have instincts. They say their gut. I call it the Holy Spirit. That's what it is for me. And the Holy Spirit made it very clear to me. Um, as I moved from uh, Chicago to Los Angeles and we built this uh, empire, um, this global empire, um, I knew and, and the message was that if I took care of you, then God would take care of me. And, and mm. that was that. And I and we shared that. We've talked about that. We've talked about it at our wealth experiences. And um, it has come to pass. And so mm. when I started working with you, I didn't need anything. I was in a state where I was giving um, the talents that I have. And so what, what I want people to know about stair step number five, which is stop hoarding and start giving, um, the first place that you surrender is to give up those things that you think you're attached to. You know, like, and you've, you've heard me talk about this before because I'm going to go through a whole list of all the stuff that everybody got. Clothes we can't fit, shoes we're never going to wear again, you know, all kind of stuff. Ooh. Oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> I am coming all the way. But the truth is, it is those things we have fear attached to them. We fear that if we give these things up, we won't have them when we need them. But the truth is, God has so many future things in store for us, for you, and it is time to prosper. You know, uh, everybody who wants to meet us on the tour can go to askland.org. But like, I am so thankful to you for being here with us. I want everybody to know that the harvest is here and the time is now. It is your season to win. It is your season to prosper. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Is here and the time is now. We're going to prove it by implementing, executing, and continuing to reevaluate stair step to wealth number eight, and that is to stop hoarding. You know, people ask me, Lynn, on this long list of financial tips that you have given us, things that we've never heard, things that we may have heard, but we did not know what order to put them in, or things that we heard and we didn't know how to complete the list of all the things that we needed for our wealth. Now, let me say this to you. Every single thing on the checklist of the Stair Steps to Wealth, I have done, am doing, and am getting better at. I have done, I have achieved, but more important, 
More important than that is that I have helped thousands of others do the same. So what I'm talking to you has worked. It is not a theory that has not been tried and, and, and that is true and that has been tested, right? So stair step to wealth number eight to stop hoarding is essential. Some of us are stuck in a dimension, in a space of existence, and you can't figure out why you can't get to the next level. And it's because of hoarding. It's because of having too many things. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to give you a list of the things that you can keep. And then we're going to talk about a list of the things that you must get rid of. All right. Because sometimes we don't know what that means because we have nostalgia. We're sentimental. Some things are important to some and not to others. But let me tell you, this is the universal list. So here are the things that we're going to keep while we are on the path to stair steps to wealth. Number eight, stop hoarding declutter, get rid of things that we don't need. Here's what we can keep. Number one, and this is the most important thing, okay, that we're going to keep. Everything else, almost everything else is completely 100% replaceable, but this is the one thing that we're going to keep. One, you're going to keep important papers. You're going to keep the deed to your house, the title to your car, um, birth certificates, uh, passports, important papers, that cannot be replaced or would cause you a significant amount of time to replace and or would prevent you from gaining access to a resource or, or to some benefit if you did not have it. I would also say your vaccine card. So put that in there. So your marriage certificate, your marriage licenses, your deeds, your uh, papers that you sign to purchase that asset. Keep all of those things. And I'm going to recommend that you keep them either in a safe, um, a, uh, uh, some place that is not near you. Okay. I'm going to re recommend that you keep them in something that is fireproof and waterproof. Okay. And then you might even want to keep some things in your safety deposit box, right? So if you've got lots of uh, important papers, if there are things that need to be documented, for example, an estate plan and a will, you need the original signatures. And if something were to happen to the place that you live and or uh, you know the place that you are keeping them, you wanna make sure someone else can get to them, particularly you, but also that someone else can get to them, all right? So you're gonna keep Papers that you need. Let me tell you what papers you are not going to keep. You're not going to keep these papers. Now, y'all know Grandma B raised me in the projects. I remember going through her house, cleaning up things and getting rid of things. And at that particular time, Grandma was still paying her bills at the currency exchange. She was still going up to the currency exchange on 47th and Cicero and paying her light bill, her gas bill. She took the cash. She did not believe in checks and all these things. And I think it was maybe 1993. It was somewhere around 1993 and I was helping her clean out the house. And she had a bill from 1976, a gas bill. And it had been stamped paid. And she wanted to keep it because I said, no, 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 mm -mm. no, we are not doing that. OK, so we're going to keep we're going to keep important papers. But here are the other papers you're going to keep. You're going to keep all of your receipts. If you are learning how to get your money back and if you are documenting all of your expenses, 
then when you go to the counter at Starbucks, do not let them rush you off. Get that receipt, put it in an envelope and label that envelope the month and the year that you are in. And then when you get home, place them in a larger uh, container or box or uh, some kind of, uh, you know, portable cabinet and put them there and you're going to keep your tax records. I recommend that you keep your tax records for seven years. Okay. Seven years. But uh, unless it's a deed or some important paper, you do not need to keep stuff from 1962, uh, from 2001. You, You don't need to keep that stuff. Okay. Now, at some point, what you'd like to do is to be able to scan all of those documents. There are apps that will allow you to scan those documents. All right. And if you go to my website at asklin.org, you become a member of the Entrepreneurs Academy that I teach you how to do all those things. But you may scan them. So eventually you don't even need the hard copies, but you've got the scan documents. Now I'm just going to be honest. I have not gotten that sophisticated where I can scan every single thing I have. And I have not uh, paid anybody to do that for me. But if you are really trying to declutter, get rid of stuff you don't need and stop hoarding This is an important area. Okay. Oh, you're also going to keep those insurance policies. All right. So keep your insurance policies, mortgage, real estate papers, deeds, titles, birth certificates, the receipts that you are documenting as business deductions because your credit card receipt is not enough. The debit transaction on your bank statement is not enough. You must also have a physical receipt if you were uh, ever to be asked questions by the IRS. And even if they accepted your other stuff, you still want to have it as a backup anyway. All right. I'm going to talk about what happens in an audit. I'm going to have a very special guest, my uh, mentor uh, who uh, trained all the uh, IRS agents. He used to be an IRS tax attorney. And now he, he's been mentoring me for, pa- for the past 14 years and um, 15 now. And so he's going to mentor you as well. But for now, this is what you're going to keep. Here's what you also get to keep. You get to keep furniture that you are using now. Okay. Furniture that you're using now. All right. Some of us have furniture in storage and you have spent more on the storage than it would cost to buy the stuff again. Okay. Raise your hand if you're sure. That's me. I've got stuff in storage. I've got to get rid of some of that stuff in storage. Things that I say I'm going to use someday and it's not happening. Okay, so what I want you to do is only to focus on the stuff that you have room for now, because what you are spending in storage, you could actually take that and make that money grow and earn enough interest to not just buy the stuff again, but to have some change back. Okay, all right. So this is what we've got to do. This is for some people. This is your breakthrough. For some people, you've been waiting on that opportunity. You've been waiting on that breakthrough. You've been waiting on that job. You've been waiting on that contract. You've been waiting on that thing, but you can't get to the next level because you're hoarding things. It happened to me at the beginning of the pandemic. I was used to being on the road, so I didn't really have a specific place at home that I would work. I would pull my things out at the kitchen table. But guess what? Once the pandemic hit, Okay, and I'm not going to say I had a home office, but I didn't have space to work on it. So once the pandemic hit, I got stuff everywhere. I'm doing Zoom from the bed. Let me tell you, child, it was it was it was crazy. 
I had to get rid of stuff, clear out something and use the furniture and get the furniture that I needed to get to the next level. The harvest is here and the time is now. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Mitchison. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I'm excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. The harvest is here and the time is now, but in order to get to it, you're going to have to break through it. And for some of us, the breakthrough is going to come with stair step to wealth number eight, and that is to stop hoarding, declutter, get some order in your life, your, some physical order. Yeah, we, we, we need mental order. We need emotional order. But sometimes we can't even get to that because we don't have physical order, right? So order was here first. And I say that God is not the author of confusion. So that if there is confusion with too much stuff, then we're going to get rid of it. All right. So uh, the things that we're going to keep are important papers. That's number one. Number two, you also get to keep furniture that you are using now. Furniture that you are using now. The stuff in storage only in certain very rare instances. Are you able to actually capitalize off of the stuff that you've had in storage for 5, 10, 15 years? Some people have had stuff in storage so long that you could have been a millionaire by now with what you've been paying in storage. You could have put that money into the stock market. You could have put that money into other financial instruments. You could have invested in real estate and flipped that property and doubled your earnings. You could have done something else with that money. And guess what? It's holding us back. Here's the other thing that you get to keep. Clothing that you can fit now, okay? All right? So if you are a size, uh, uh, you know, 12, and you used to be a size two, get rid of those size twos, okay? Because first of all, it's old, and I don't know when you're going to get there. But what we're not going to do is hold on to clothing that we used to fit with this dream, of which is really a delusion, that someday we're going to get back into it. You're going to keep clothing that you can fit today, okay? All right? That's what we're gonna do. We're not gonna hold on to the stuff with the dream that somehow we're gonna break through, make it through, uh, get on uh, the keto, uh, Atkins, whoever it is, whatever, Weight Watchers, whatever it is, WW, all of it, Nutrisystem, and then think that we're gonna get in those clothes. Because I'm gonna tell you, once you lose weight, you're also gonna lose some toxicity. Once you lose weight, you're going to lose Weight, W-A-I-T. Once you lose W-E-I-G-H-T, you're also going to lose the W-A-I-T, the waiting time on your next level, because you're going to have the power to do what it is you need to do. So that may include additional streams of income, and you'll be able to purchase what it is that you need if you need it. That's if you need it. So criteria number one for clothing that you keep is clothing that you can fit today. Okay. All right. All right. You, you, you can fit you can, the stuff that you can fit today. If it's too small, get rid of it. If it's too big, that got to go too. don't, don't keep the clothing that's too big thinking that you might gain the weight back because guess what? That might be the thing that you need not to gain the weight. I lost over a hundred pounds, uh, a long time ago, and I've been fortunate enough to keep it off. 
And once I realized that I actually lost the weight, my friends had to take me out to go buy new clothes. I got rid of all the stuff that was too big. And guess what? Now, if I gain eight pounds, seven pounds, and the clothes start getting a little too tight, guess what? My budget and my diet get 100% in alignment because I'm not going to spend money on bigger clothes. So because I only have clothes that I can fit in my closet, that means I can't afford to gain any weight. So there are some things that you can do and some barriers that you can put in place to keep your own self in line and keeping clothing that you can no longer fit is a recipe for disaster. Plus, it's too much clutter. All right. Now, here's the second criteria for clothing that you can keep. We are talking about stair step to wealth. Number eight, uh, get rid of stuff you don't need. Uh, declutter, stop hoarding, whatever you want to call it. But it is making room for the blessings that God has for us. That's what this is all about. I remember moving from Chicago to L.A. And one of my good friends, she had about 40 boxes and it was just her when she moved from one city to the next. I have a family of five, a husband, three children. We moved a total of 14 boxes between the five of us. I got rid of everything else. I realized it was so much stuff that I did not need. So much stuff that I did not need. All right. So I was able to elevate and to expand because I had a fresh view and clear space. So you are also going to keep clothing that you remember. All right. So for clothing, you must be able to fit it and you must remember it. If you did not even remember that you had that piece of clothing, get rid of it. Okay. If you did not remember that you had your favorite dress from 1982, let me tell you, I had the uh, dress that I wore, uh, one of the, uh, you know, date nights during my honeymoon in 1995. I had that dress in 2014. I was never going to wear it again. I don't know why I was kidding myself. Um, I had things that I just liked back in the eighties or nineties. You're, you're not going to wear that stuff again. Okay. And when I would go through my closet, I forgot I even had it. So you're only going to keep clothing that you can fit and that you remember. <laughs> okay. And I got a third criteria and that you've worn in the past two years. If you've not worn it in the past two years, you do not remember it and, or you cannot fit it. It got to go. You see, I know I'm coming down all of our lane. I know I had stuff that, okay, I remember it, but I have not worn it this century. Why do I still have it? Okay. We're going to get rid of that stuff. We're going to, we're going to walk into the season that God has for us. And we're going to walk into it with a clean slate. We're going to walk into it uh, as we elevate and we're going to walk into it as we penetrate getting rid of the old stuff so that we can actually appreciate, have room for, have capacity for the new stuff. You don't have to just declutter your mind and your energy. You also have to declutter your spirit. And yes, you have to declutter your space. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. The harvest is here. The time is now. But in order to get to it, we must get through it. There is a breakthrough that is waiting for you. And it comes along with this step. This step, uh, stop hoarding, stair step number eight, um, is essential to getting into a new dimension. A new dimension of thought, 
a new dimension of faith, a new dimension of trust, and a new dimension of abundance and prosperity because it is not about how much stuff we can keep and hold on to. It is about trusting that God is going to give us what we need and provide for the things that we are going to be able to walk into as he plans to prosper us, right? But some of us are afraid. We're thinking there are no plans, so we got to hold on to everything. We operate in a survival mode, and guess what? We end up blocking our own blessings. So stair steps to wealth, I've talked about them. You can go and listen to an old uh, show, a podcast, and review them all. But stair step to wealth number eight is to stop hoarding, get rid of stuff you don't need, declutter, whatever that means for you. The stuff that we're going to keep, important papers, number one. Number two, furniture we can use now. Number three, clothing that we can fit, that we remember, and wore within the past two years. <laughs> you know, I have sandals that I have not worn in multiple summers. Now, I will give you uh, an extra year due to the pandemic, all right? So if you did not wear it in 2019, uh, then get rid of it, right? Don't go all the way back to 2018, 2017, 2016, all right? So 2020, we know we had a pandemic. 2021, we don't know what that was. And then 20, you know, we, we just kind of here in this thing. But if it's clothing, if it doesn't fit, get rid of it, okay? That, that's just as simple as that. And if you do not remember it, get rid of it. And if you have not worn it, within the past two years, give yourself a one year grace period because of the pandemic, then get rid of it. All right. This is what we are going to get rid of. Now, those are the things that we get to keep. That's it. Important papers. If you can actually scan those papers, you still want originals of your estate plan, your will, your deed, the, the titles, uh, birth certificates. You still want originals someplace in a safe or safety deposit box, something that you can get to in the event of some kind of emergency catastrophe or, you know, what have you. You're going to get rid of everything else. All right. You're going to get rid of, let me just go through the list of the things that you're going to get rid of. You are going to get rid of proclamations, invitations, salutations, greeting cards, uh, report cards, programs. Uh, you are going to get rid of all this paper. OK, people give you greeting cards every year for your birthday anniversary and you've got that stuff stacked up in your dresser drawer. You've got it stacked up in your junk drawer. You got uh-uh, get rid of that stuff. Get rid of that stuff. OK, now I'm going to tell you, I had uh, my notes from class from 1992. I had those same notes from Northwestern University. When my daughter went to school in 2013, and I still had them in 2014, never going to use that stuff. All right. So I'm telling you what I know. I'm stepping on my own toes. All these proclamations and invitations and salutations and greeting cards and report cards. I had my report card from when I was one. Okay. I'm sorry. When I was in first grade, not one. I didn't go to school then. I should have probably been in school because I was talking and bossing people around even at that age. But first grade. Okay, it's time to get rid of some of that stuff. Now, here's the deal. If you are not going to scrapbook it, get rid of it. If you did not start scrapbook, scrapbooking before today, get rid of it. This is you only uh, proven 
And time-tested and true scrapbookers get to keep some of this stuff in order because it is what you do and have done. But you're not going to start scrapbooking today, okay? Look, don't even try to play me, y'all. I love y'all too much for that, all right? (laughs) Don't start today. If you did not do it before today, you are not going to start today. Here's the other deal with all of this stuff. Memorabilia. Okay, so we got old uh, things that we had and so on and so forth. Take a picture. Take a picture and show it to your children later. Okay, if you are not a celebrity or a, a VIP whose memorabilia will increase in value over time, and you can cash that in or archive it or something like that, get rid of it. Take a picture, all right? The harvest is here and the time is now, but we must break through it in order to get to it. I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America giving financial advice. When you get my freedom package, you get the 21 days to financial freedom and how to start a home-based business. See you in class. Yes, the harvest is here. The time is now. We must break through it in order to get to it. And I am telling you, I believe, I know, I feel, I understand. I have lived it and I continue to live it because as you exist, as you live out each day, you get more stuff. And for some of us, we need to declutter, get rid of stuff we don't need probably once a month, minimally, minimally once a quarter. And if that's not something that we've done in quite some time, do it now. Your season is here now. Your opportunity is here now. Your blessing is here now. So stair step to wealth number eight. Yes, it is to stop hoarding and get rid of stuff we don't need. Declutter. All right. Nobody's operating at their best in a state of confusion with stuff everywhere. I don't care who you are and I don't care what you say. Okay. You show me somebody who's doing well, then I'm going to declutter them. We're going to get you declutter and you're going to, you're going to soar. You tell me somebody who's doing great. I'm going to show you somebody who will then be extraordinary. We're going to get rid of this stuff. Okay. So we're going to get rid. We're going to keep uh, important papers. We talked about that. You're going to keep clothing, furniture that you're using now, the stuff in storage. Let's do something else with it. You're going to keep clothing that you can fit and that you remember and that you have worn within the past two years. Give yourself a one-year grace period for the pandemic. You're going to get rid of everything else. Proclamations, invitations, salutations, greeting cards, report cards, programs. If you're not going to scrapbook it, get rid of it. If you are not already a scrapbooker, don't start now. If you are not a celebrity and your memorabilia has no monetary value that can produce generational wealth, get rid of it. Take a picture of the stuff that you want your great, 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 great grandchildren to see. Take a picture of it, okay? Because we don't, we're not going to have enough room. Imagine if you kept all your stuff and then your children kept all their stuff and their grandchildren. Who are we passing it down to? It's too much stuff. Okay? You're going to get rid of old clothes, old shoes, old purses, old pocketbooks. Let me tell you, I had old uh, purses, designer purses that I probably shouldn't have bought anyway. Because I did not have enough money to keep in them. You buy a $300 purse, you better have $300 in it. You buy a $2,000 purse, if the purse costs more than the amount of money you can keep in it on a regular basis, you know we, get, we need to get rid of that stuff. Well, anyway, I had some old stuff that I was never going to ever, ever, ever use again. Old pocketbooks, wedding dresses. I had the wedding dress that my cousin passed down to me in 1995 when I got married. My children, I have three daughters. They're not wearing that. They are not wearing it. They're not going to do it. 
Okay, let's all be realistic. This new generation, they're not wearing some of that stuff that we're trying to say for them. All of the stuff that no one wants you to uh, look at or give to them and stuff that nobody is ever going to wear again. Like I said, take a picture and archive it if you want to get to the next level. This is so important. I've got some more stuff that we got to get rid of. But before I talk about that, I have to say this. This is your season. As you go through the process of getting rid of stuff, it might cause some emotion. When I was going through that first bankruptcy and I had to go through all those old papers, I had to go through all of that stuff. I was crying and it showed me just how out of order I had been. But no more. The harvest is here. The time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. The harvest is here. The time is now. I am so excited because guess what? I see you in your breakthrough, in your next level, in the next dimension, because we are now dealing with stair step to wealth number eight. If you missed the first uh, seven stair steps, I'm just going to say them again for you very quickly. And you want to go watch and or listen to listen to because some people watch the podcast. You look at the thing. I don't know why, but it's OK. You want to go look at the podcast um, uh, on the website. But right now you're going to do number one, spend less money. Number two, get more money. Number three, get your money back. Number four, plan for retirement and make your money grow. Number five, protect your assets. Number six, buy real estate on where you live. Figure out a way to live for free. Uh, number seven, get your credit in check. Number eight, stair step to wealth. Number eight is to stop hoarding, declutter, get rid of stuff you don't need. We've already said what we're going to keep. You're only going to keep important papers. You're only going to keep furniture that you use now. You're only going to keep clothing that you can fit and that you remember and that you wore within the past two years. Give yourself a grace period. I keep repeating this because I want you to really get it. You're getting rid of everything else. And let me tell you what else you're going to do. Once you make a decision to start getting rid of this stuff, I need you to refrain from giving all your junk to somebody else. <laughs> okay. Now you want to get all your junk and you want to force it on other people. Now, if you have a working electronic item, a working television, a working uh, some other kind of electronic appliance, and you know someone else who actually needs it because they are moving or relocating, absolutely sort those things out and give them to people. But one of my very good friends and business partners, y'all know her, MC Light, she was decluttering and getting rid of stuff she don't need, then she brought it all to me. Then I had the stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. This is not how this is supposed to go. I had nice, uh, you know, vase, a, a, a very nice vase and a very nice flower pot, stuff that I did not use. OK, so one, you're going to get rid of stuff that you don't need and you're not going to give other people stuff that they don't need. OK, this is a holistic type of situation around here. OK, so if you are in the process of D. Uh, you know, getting rid of stuff and decluttering, you're going to say no to furniture, lamps, curtains, old dishes. I had some old dishes uh, from a wedding gift in 1995 that was still in the original box, the original packaging in 2014 when I relocated from Chicago to L.A. I'm sorry, whoever bought me that, I just never got to it. All right. 
and I wasn't about to give it to somebody else. There were some things that were just not even worth the time and the energy. All right. Now, do not ask me or anybody else, you know, if they want this stuff, stop putting people on the spot. This is about freedom. This is about elevation. This is about revelation. Okay. This is also about execution. You got to do it. And I want you to move through it. I want you to get to the other side and the way to get to the other side is to obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. All right. Some of us think that we keeping this stuff and we're going to no, 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 no. Now you can truly tithe or give to the needy. There may be some things that you can either put on consignment or go and give to the Salvation Army or give to a homeless shelter. If you've got those things, do them. But I want you to do them and I want you to do it now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. So what is the action of the day? The action of the day is to make a decision. The action of the day is to take a picture and multiple pictures if you need to look around your space, look around your office, look around your house, look around your closet. You know, there were times in my closet where I had to rumble through. It was like going to war. I had to rumble through to find anything to wear. That was a problem. Now, albeit the closet was too small. It was, it was too small. But the truth is there was still things in there that I did not need. Okay. So if you got to have a fight with your closet and rumble all around and get on the ground and try to crawl and figure out what you can get and where is it? It is tucked in this corner, in that corner. Chances are something is wrong and we need to move some things so God can move some things for us. All right. So I want you to make a decision that this is something that is real. This is not made up. Um, this is not, oh, well, what works for this person? No, 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 no. We all need to declutter and we all need to participate in the cycle of life. As I get, I give, and then I receive, and I give, and I receive. As I get, then I give it away, and then I receive more, and then I give it away, and I receive more or I get rid of it, or I give it to the needy, or I, um, you know, and I'm going to even put in this tithing. Okay. I didn't call it tithing because I know people are going to have an, a problem with that. But what I am talking about is getting rid of the spirit of gluttony. Okay. So that's the word of the day. I don't have a specific scripture, but what I do know is that God is not the author of confusion. Order was here first before there was light, before there was darkness, before there was ground, before there was earth, before there were animals, before there were men, there was order. And I remember reading the Bible and just, you know, looking at how orderly things were. So many cubits of this, so many, uh, you know, of this color, so many of that color when they were building the temples and so on and so forth. And so that order is still here for us to manifest and live in and elevate through today. All right. And when I talk about gluttony, some people think that that's only about what you eat. No, it is over consuming. I'm going to use the word consuming, over consuming food, over consuming clothing, over consuming time, 
over-consuming energy. The harvest is here and the time is now. It is your season. Stair step to wealth number eight. Let's stop hoarding together.